Listen. RX Radio. Hey there. Welcome to Hear Me Out with Daniel Omar on RX Radio. You know, the show where the wrong guy has the right ideas sometimes. And today we are talking love because it's February, the month where everyone's supposed to get some. <laughs> Lol. Welcome to the show. It's Daniel. I can't maintain this voice. I can't. I can't do the whole smooth talking thing. It's not me. I'm not that kind of northerner. Look, if you want that, please tune in to Nightstream with Harmony every weekday from 8 till late. You know, just check in and she will serenade you with the music. She will marinate you in the sweet voice and the talking. She will leave you wanting. Just just wanting. I, I won't specify. Wanting tea. That's the person you tune into for that kind of soothing voice. Me, I'm the practical guy. And not the hard guy, just the practical guy. I am a bit out of touch as far as the concept of love is concerned. I gave up on it a while back. I struggle with the idea of romanticism because I feel it's something that's more appropriate for novels and film and storytelling than it is for real life. Just my personal opinion. However, if you have found love, please celebrate it. Because I know it actually does happen. It's a rare phenomenon, but it's there. It does happen. You know, it's like Kenzo speaking English. Once in a while, you stumble upon something beautiful when the guy uses the right words. You understand, right? But for the most part, it's going to be broken English mixed with Luganda. And I'm not going to judge him. That's his comfort zone. So just like him, me, I'm in the spot where I enjoy practicality. And that's why my Valentine's tips are just hardcore. Like, I should be creep walking while doing this show because I'm just going to give you the most hardcore Valentine's advice that no one ever actually talks about. And it's... It's why I decided to pop up with this. Honest Valentine's advice, right? Because people need to know. And I'm going to start with the simplest one. The most basic thing I could say about Valentine's. Because it's the season that the French have hijacked. You know, For some reason, we associate le français with the language of love and affection and emotion. And the language of love and it takes someone to the Eiffel Tower and buy an expensive dinner and croissant and feed them and then give them the, the pipe and uh, you know all that beauty look hey the french stole the concept of affection but they owned it well you have to give them props again i'm not that guy tip number one for valentine's that no one else is going to tell you <laughs> leave other people's partners alone this is this is um, let me start with this because we have to get this out of the way so we can move on to more productive things leave other people's partners alone Go do your own thing, man. Don't take other people's people. Just, just, just don't. It doesn't matter how impractical, uh, how uncaring you are for the idea of, you know, love and affection and all that stuff. Listen, I, yes, you can be detached from the concept, but you don't have to be insensitive towards other people's plight. You can still have empathy towards someone else and their relationship and how much it would hurt them if you stole their person. So naturally, don't take other people's people. Especially if you're single. I want to talk to the single people in particular because I'm one of those. So I think it's a demographic that needs reaching. Most people are going to say, oh, married people, don't betray your partner. I'm saying single people, leave other people's partners alone. We are the vice in all this. 
Yes, there are people straying in marriage. The HIV transmission rate at some point was higher in marriage. I have to Google the statistics and I my fingers don't feel like it. But I know you've heard this before. And how wild it was. You run a higher risk of catching the disease in marriage if you strayed than you did if you were single and didn't stray. The whole idea here is the straying. You get the point I'm trying to put across. The straying is the problem. Regardless of your status, single or married, don't stray. Don't take another person's person for Valentine's. Here's the thing. When I say I'm not a a fan of the concept of love, it, it doesn't mean I hate it. No, it means I just don't agree with the idea of romanticism. It bores me. And like I said, it's it's perfect for storytelling and movies and novels, but it's not practical in real life. But I'm a fan of order and structure. And that's one of the things I believe a good marriage gives you. Those two things is one of the things you get from a good marriage, especially for men. It civilizes us in a certain way, knowing that you have settled to start a family and there's a certain form of loyalty. For women, it gives them a certain sense of security that they're in a safe place where they can now, you know, reproduce with this human being and build a legacy together. So I don't believe marriage is a bad thing. It's a beautiful thing. But we keep stealing from married people, single people. Where am I coming from with this? We just saw MC Kasim <laughs> and, and, and his drama being caught on camera with someone else's wife. And this is a single dude who proposed like, you know, two years ago. That's a TBT for a Saturday. But I'm guessing that didn't work out. He's single now and he's balling. And I'm just saying, just, just leave the marriages alone. Find your fellow single people. One of the things that kept going through my head when I saw this MC Kasim story, besides the fact that the wet patch on the bed was labeled as an evidence exhibit, (laughs) for some reason, someone took a number and said, exhibit number two, wet patch on bed, and put it there, and then asked them, is this the bed where you two have had intercourse twice? And in my head, I'm like, only twice? I'm I'm thinking you would have hit that more. This guy's got caught really soon. Like, thieves have 40 days. This guy didn't even make 48 hours. So it's it's wild. I'm like, just save yourself the embarrassment, right? Like, why do you have to get caught up in all this madness? This whole thing of people saying, it's, it's not yours. It's just your turn. Yes, some of these things sound cool to say. And anyone who says that or acts like that belongs to the streets. You don't have to be a part of that madness. But find your fellow singles. Because the one question I keep asking myself is, did this guy inquire? Did he try? to confirm if this chick was actually married did he attempt or did he know and he just didn't care which is normally the case most people just don't care on both sides both genders are just like i want what i want and i'm going to get it and i don't care what it does to the other person but stop to think about that for a minute the human being on the receiving end of your psychological torture like i i don't know how many of you have been you know cheated on right i don't know personally i have not the best feeling in the world. And contrary to what most people would say, because I know a lot of females would be like, yeah, you probably did something to deserve it as a guy. Because, you know, I'm just like, no, at the time as an innocent virgin, I hadn't done anything. I was a one relationship guy who would love a woman and uh, wait for her until after marriage to enjoy the the French stuff. The pain is special. The betrayal is a different kind of feeling you get it's something you never quite recover from and it warps your mind 
almost for the entirety of your life. When people say they need therapy, a lot of you think it's a joke, right? Like something you see in the movies and they're like, ah, that one's just being a wiseacre because they want to look fragile. No, sometimes you actually need to repair your mind from incidents like these. This is why I don't encourage people to ruin other people's relationships. I don't condone it. There's you not knowing. Yes. Then there's you knowing and still going on with it. That's a whole other thing. So don't hijack other people's valentines for valentines. Don't hijack other people's partners for valentines. You you, you understand, right? Because I, I saw the video and MC Kasim walking out of the room like, oh, what you've done to me, I will truly regret this. As if you don't already... What, what do you mean you will truly regret this? <laughs> you will. Dude, you are regretting this. Essentially because you disobeyed the 13th commandment. You got caught. That's, that's the only reason. Like they say, oh, this is the bed you have done. The bad man has in. They actually say you played sex. You have played sex in this bed twice. And I laughed at that part because I'm like, who still talks like this? Clearly, these are men in their 50s and above. Because even kids don't talk like this nowadays. You find six-year-olds like, mm-hmm. so Uncle Dan, you wired eh? My nephew told me that. And I, <laughs> I grounded him to his room for two weeks for using the word wired because I'm like, who taught you that? You're supposed to say smashed. That's the thing. Leave other people's people alone. Stop reveling and bragging about the fact that you took someone else's partner. I don't care how bad their relationship is or what the status is. Thing is, you coming in your unadded variable that wasn't there before. If the relationship's bad, let the two of them resolve it. You're not the savior, you're not the hero, you're not doing anything special. You're just disrupting something that has its own structure. No matter how bad it is, let them end it between the two of them and then you can step in and take over because that's what most guys in the friend zone are waiting for. And that's what most women are wait- with, with a good friend are waiting for to take the man from. And listen it's it's not your job it's not your job to destroy things to be happy because if someone can leave one person for you it's highly likely that they're going to leave you for the other person so get that into your system valentine's is not for you ruining ruining other people's relationships my god my l and r today i think it's because i've been talking about westerners so much during this week but yeah it's not your job It's not your thing. Single people, find your fellow single people for Valentine's. Don't go picking other people from their relationships. Yeah, this is practical advice and I'm going to continue bashing you with facts. Maybe not truth, but more facts. On Hear Me Out with Daniel Omaris, RX Radio. Brief musical break. Be back in a bit. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to the show. It's Hear Me Out with Daniel Omara. Uh, someone just DM'd me like, bruh, you, you need to tone down on the beef. Who hurt you? <laughs> a lot of people, actually. Uh, look, most people shy away from this question of who hurt you. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been hurt in life. But that's not why I say these things. This is not coming from a place of pain. This is coming from a place of respect. Just res- be respectful of other people's stuff. It's like if you bought your sugar and salt, put it up in your house, you have your ingredients, you have your stuff. 
you've planned to cook a good meal and then someone shows up and is like this salt is mine now and then they take it without your permission right so they've ruined your entire plan for a meal now maybe it's inappropriate to compare your partner to salt <laughs> in a meal but it's a component that's important it's an ingredient that adds something special to your life that person is valuable to you so I'm thinking would hold them in the same regard as something that provides actual flavor to something you eat because you know love in its own way or relationships in general the good ones are soul food in in their own right I mean, I don't want to get too philosophical about this stuff cuz ah, you know, it I'm not built for this but you get the idea this is not coming from a place of heart this is like the idea is actually to stop the heart because you break one person and then they go and break five other people and then imagine each of those five broke another five and just think of the cycle that is created it's actually exponential a lot of you think yeah one person gets hurt hurts one other person no this stuff spreads that's why the world is so crazy right now so i'm just saying you have the potential to stop it from spreading this is a disease heartbreak is a disease in its own way Yes, heartbreak, the anger, the the hatred, the resentment between the genders. This has been brewing over time. So this is part of the solution to stopping it. And it lies in the hands let me say of single people. Right? Cuz that's the demographic I can speak to. I don't know enough about marriage to talk to you guys. And I know what people are going to say, but you're not even married, you're single. Where do you come off giving married people advice? So I left them alone. I will speak to the single people and tell you single people leave the other people's relationships. Get out of it. Was I so casting posted a tweet and he was saying, "Oh, the justice system has taken notice of our situation and this case." and all the men who arrested me and made me apologize and put up cameras and video equipment at the location are going to be dealt with my cousin first off that tweet is just dumb on so many levels you are caught inside someone else's bear you understand I mean, nice ties. Hey, look, I I probably know why you went there. I saw the sheets. Well done, bro. Like, yeah, you picked a, a wet one. But that's that's it. That's it. Like, that's the most we can know. We we, we don't know your motivations beyond this and we don't care. The thing is you got caught. That's that's the first thing you have to you confessed to it. Is this the bed where you two had sex twice and you are like, "Yes." forgive us and you say sincerely what happened i am going to regret it you should have regretted it from the start and that's why i'm bringing this topic up it's it's something we need to stop doing apologizing when you're caught hmm what does it add to the world the damage has been done there's a partnership failing somewhere and a lot of you may come out and say yeah but what if her man has been cheating on her too that's not your job that's not your place that's not your thing it, it is not where you belong right you, you look if it, two wrongs don't make it right end the relationship move on and do your thing but you can't have your cake and eat it too you can't be single and have someone else's wife faithful to you it it, it doesn't freaking make sense this, these are the things that for me bother me this is what makes singles look bad also yes chances are you're doing something right you know good d keeps people coming back i mean it was only the second time <laughs> bambi there was like a whole like eh, there was like a whole 
like 38 days left of your crime life and then someone just jumped in the plot and i think the only reason if your tweet is true mc kasmi kasimo that one if your tweet is legit and you're saying uh, the judiciary you know the, the the legal system has taken note of your case and uh, they want to get involved and provide you with justice you you want my honest opinion or will i keep it for nansana fine i'll say it because i care you are a red herring you are a diversion that's what you are you are a diversion from what's happening in society right now i don't know how your big time headline news because i'll be frank mc kasim is not like the biggest deal in the entertainment industry right if this was uh rickman or shila gashumba i would understand and i'm not undermining his role in society or his position as an entertainer he's done great work i remember him from campus life on urban tv teen city on urban tv like he has worked his way up the ladder quite gradually he has earned his position i'm just saying at this point right now this wouldn't be a story that really brings you know kavuyo and also the camera quality and the evidence and everything it feels so much like a setup that was just designed as a diversion from what's actually happening in Uganda right now the more important issues that we're supposed to be discussing in my opinion in my honest opinion so i'm looking at him talking about how the legal system has an interest in his case and i'm like yeah good for you but dude you know you're guilty especially if you knew that this chick was married and you just kept on going with it then hey we can't save you and this is your role right now you're the diversion from all the things happening from people being flown abroad and can't die in their own country because the medical system is crap from all the talk about torture and you know yeah a bit of bdsm like all that stuff from all the craziness going on the succession stories in politics all the madness in this country the the crappy economy you are the distraction that's why your case is of interest right now that's what i think just me personally So if if you're going to talk about how somehow they've taken interest in your case yet you know very well you confessed to the fact that you are climbing a married woman brave I'm sorry I love you bro but I can't help you I can't help you with this one you're on your own but I wish you a happy valentines and also if, if you're hearing this then you know pick another valentine at least you know this one's tainted she's taken It's in your best interest to disengage and I hope the lesson has been learned because the most important part is the lesson the apology is irrelevant I will regret this is irrelevant if you're not going to change your ways and I hate that we have normalized this whole thing of straying with other people's and acting like eh well she's not yours it's just your time like dude look marriage is a whole other level these are things you can do with your fellow single people don't take it to other people's stuff and this is just advice i'm putting out there because nobody wants to say it but it has to be said we have very little regard for other people's relationships and established unions which is something we need to bring back if you're not a fan of marriage then don't get married but don't get married and then start walking out and saying it was never my thing to begin with how long did it take you to figure that out okay to be fair it takes at least one you know bad marriage to realize i i am not built for this you know generally at least one but also look if you're going to make a vow you had better keep it because otherwise none of this means anything none of this makes sense 
if you're going to say I pledge my allegiance to this and then not do anything about it if if you're going to if someone placed an order and you were a delivery company and you just said I'm just going to eat your food and keep it to yourself then you're really not living up to the vows you made and these are the things that need to be revived I'm not the most moral person but I'm I'm just saying it from the way I see it of you know listen don't waste my time if you're getting into a union with me only to keep living your best single life that's messed up and also for us singles can we just stay out of that mix like i said it's not your problem to fix this and all more valentines advice that you need in your life that people are not giving you on hear me out with daniel omara keep it rx hear me out hear me out hear me out hear me out why is it that you can't seem to stop listening So this is what we're doing today on Hear Me Out with Daniel Omara, RX Radio, by the way. Welcome back to the show because I have missed you guys in the few moments you are listening to music. I'd rather you listen to me, but then, you know, I can't always have you here. And today we're talking Valentine's and the heartbreak. And the question people keep asking me is, who hurt you? It's the people who don't listen to this show. They hurt so much. It's okay. I'll be a strong male and get over them. I am empowered. But yeah, we're giving practical advice for Valentines because that's what I do, man. I, I I'm not about that lovey-dovey stuff. Me, I'm like for real, for real though. Like let Valentines be a celebration of something nice that you can re- reward with something, you know, equally beneficial or I don't want to say deserving. So it's not always that your Valentine deserves what you're giving them. It might end in tears. But the idea is if you decided to gift them something, especially, and this part I will emphasize, is for people in serious relationships or at least long-term relationships. Not just, oh, I met her last week and she's my Valentine. Nah, brav. It's probably there for the food. Unless you're splitting the bill 50-50, but still. Someone can't afford a steak of 100k and you pay for half of it. I think that's a decent deal. You see what I mean by practicality? Eh, yeah, this for real real. And I won't give you a piece of advice for Valentine's that's very special. Get your partner something that benefits them long term. Something they can grow with, something that, you know, builds them, something that helps them in the long term. And a lot of you are like, oh yeah, a car would be nice to beat traffic. Look, if you live in Nigeria, there's no point getting you a car. You just rather take borders so you're home on time. I don't want you showing up at 1am like, oh my god, today's traffic was crazy, especially from Intinda. No. When I say get your partner a, a serious gift, like something that benefits them long term, right? I mean, things like get your partner a job. Like they applied for a job somewhere and you happen to be on the executive committee and they have the credentials for it. They are the person for the job and something was blocking their way. Hey, chip in, man. Do something. Get them a job so they can pay half the bills in the house. They have to contribute to this. This is a long-term investment. They are working. 
A lot of you are spending money buying gifts that are really not beneficial. Oh yeah, a box of roses. For what? These things are going to die in a couple of days if they're not put in a pot with water. So let's be real. It's a romantic gesture. It looks good. Also, roses are very expensive and I'm on a budget. Because Feb is the month after Jan. In Jan, you're paying for December. In, in Feb, you're paying for Jan. March is when you actually straight start to get your money back, right? So get a practical gift. Like if you were to buy a box, let's say you were to buy a Valentine's, I was going to say buffet, a hamper, right? And it had red roses. To me, irrelevant. It's just for the ambience and the setting of, you know, the feel of the month of love and all that. The wine, fine. You can keep it until a day when you need to be drunk because I know life gets stressful sometimes and you may need to push a pint. So wine qualifies kind of as a long-term thing. But you may need to buy two bottles. The one you're going to drink with them that night, right before you smash, and then the other one that they're going to take on a day when they're alone. Because I believe, honestly, your partner needs time solo with their bottle if they drink. It doesn't have to be like intense drinking, just... You're, you're a wine person. You know how wine needs to be taken with silence and a view of Kampala on a balcony overlooking the ambience of the dusty city we call home. And it's beautiful in its own right. But in a hamper where there's a bottle of wine, legit, roses, to me, irrelevant, uh, chocolate, only because it's an aphrodisiac, apparently. It's been scientifically proven. Uh, it's an aphrodisiac. It has, uh, chocolate is like mini Viagra, right after onions. I don't know who in there, right? Okay, God has a sense of humor. This guy made onions an aphrodisiac. It's like, <laughs> it smells bad, but it turns you on. It's, it's the most confusing thing ever. Like, now I understand how morning breath works. Someone's just like, yeah, it, it's horrible, but it's animalistic instinct. Ugh, I almost threw up there. The point I'm trying to make is, ah, before my gag reflex kicks in, look, practical gifts, right? There has to be a box of condoms in that pack. And I mean lifetime supply of condoms. Especially if... I would actually do that for my female partner. For me as a man, I would buy a box of condoms for my female partner. Not femidoms, I would buy a box of condoms. So that I know when I'm coming over, she has protection. Especially if we are not yet at the point where we want kids. Buy something that benefits you both. Like, ladies, buy your man a set... A mechanic set, an engineer set, like stuff with like a screwdriver, a wrench, pliers, you know, like things that help you fix a Swiss knife. Like get them something that helps them in their element. If you know where, so anything in the house can be repaired. You don't need a plumber when your man has an entire set of things to open stuff. Because I can guarantee you, guys always want to prove how much they can do for you as their man. So if you say, I'm hiring a plumber to come look at the water, it's like, which water? Sure, let me handle it. Where's that nut? And you tell them, it's inside me. That is just me being a loafer. But yo, get your partner something practical. I would buy condoms for a woman because women never carry or buy condoms. They show up expecting you to have bought them. And I'm just saying, sometimes we're not ready. So yeah, put that on the list. And like have practical gifts for the person you're gifting this Valentine's. Something that, like, get them a healthcare plan. Get your Valentine a working healthcare plan. And like I said, this is for people in long-term relationships. Get them a working healthcare plan so that it benefits them long-term. In the event that something bad happens to you, you know, they're taken care of. They're sorted, at least for the duration of the illness. 
or something you get like it, 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 it's supposed to be something that helps them grow that builds them I'm, yes the chocolate is going to be gone in one night the wine may be done in a day the roses will fly away but hey there's things you can get your partner that's going to last a lifetime like if she's a waitress get her a new uniform go drink at her bar or her restaurant support her hustle and don't open a tab that never gets paid pay actual cash and when I say healthcare plan I don't mean like for implants and faco no I mean like healthcare plan that helps in the event that you fall sick are you taken care of when I'm not available or even if I'm there I just need you to be alright I think we are too impractical with gifting on valentines sometimes we just need to do things that are legit that help someone something beneficial to a person like if a guy has a nice car and you liked him for his car help him buy the tires man trust me the look ladies for every gift you buy a dude you're probably going to get back something four times better so you you can start with wallets because it helps us keep money uh you can go to socks i don't know how that benefits us we don't wear them when it's cold but it's nice it's comfortable when you're in shoes get him a suit a tuxedo because that will switch up his entire game when he sees how good he looks in a suit and how good the chow is the night he wears a suit, oh, that brother is never going back to moccasins and shorts. Like, switch it up. And this is the thing. I'm bringing this up because uh, Jacob Olanya, Speaker of Parliament, has been diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer, among other things. You know, lots of other stuff. And I th- I'm on, I, I, probably exhaustion. Exhaustion is probably somewhere on the list of things bothering him because defending NRM is tiring. I won't lie. But he has been flown out of the country on a budget that could fund a government hospital for a couple of months. We have essentially spent like $1.5 billion on one guy for his treatment. And we are all praying he comes back alive. Okay, not all of us are praying he comes back alive. But, you know, after spending this much money, you really wish it ended nicely but uh, most Ugandans are not that optimistic they're like ah let him go Ugandans have been less than kind and I'm going to explore that in a bit at the same time I can't blame him right I can't blame them Ugandans so I bring up the healthcare plan as a thing of saying listen government people we have had so many guys dying abroad like how 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 crappy is 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 your you know leadership skill that you can't afford to build a country you can at the very least die in because i think if this doesn't send out a message of how bad the healthcare system is then you guys are just not seeing it because olanya is lucky he's one of the few who can af- who can still afford it who has been in power and is still in a position of power where he can have these privileges extended to him and have this money spent on him. A lot of leaders are done in four years. The end of their term is the end of their political career and you're hardly getting back in. So, listen, your country is your valentine. Your country should be your first love. And if you are to die in the arms of anyone, then it should be the person who cares for you. Not some random person you just met who's charging you a hefty bill just to keep you alive and treat you. We should be your first priority. And I'm going to explore that a little more and hear me out. It's Daniel Omara, RX Radio. Keep it with us. Beautiful music and great opinions. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out.
Sex Radio. And this is the struggle we are in. Hear me out, Daniel Omara, RX Radio. We are talking Valentine's and gifting, at least at this particular moment. That's where I was before we cut to a break. And I was talking about how politicians, you need to learn to gift your countries. You need to learn to gift your country with your prowess, your skills, your actual knowledge. Like the things you are actually good at that make you a good leader. The things you are picked for. That is if also, and we have to consider this, if your constituency chose you based on your skills. Sometimes it's just the hype. Ask Katolubaba. But for the most part, we try. And most of these things are not for voting. They are for appointees and stuff. Which I can understand. But as long as you're in politics and a position of leadership, I'm thinking it would be in probably not your best interests, but in the best interests of your people to do things in a way that you know benefits them and you because this is a position it's a position of leadership and also weirdly at the same time servitude so you're supposed to offer the best of yourself and what you can do just like the brothels i go to they understand the concept simply and i don't get why prostitutes understand the idea of servitude better than politicians yet weirdly prostitutes i think enjoy more benefits than politicians do at least in regards to the bedroom politicians is mostly financial and you get to screw the entire country so yeah you guys are doing okay and i'm bringing this up because we have so many people dying abroad we have so many of our people dying abroad i wish we could fix this as in people are dying in nairobi next door and kenya kenya is not like a first world country the middle income status that's like um i want to say second world but it's it's more like 2.5 the two and a half world status that's where they're at they're messed up but you know they are trying a little harder you you hear about their politicians dying in their country at least i think so and we're in this position where now we are about to we have lost quite a number of people i mean we we just lost mutabile recently nairobi hospital lokodo somewhere i think in switzerland or you know one of those countries and now we have jacob lanya with stage four uh honorable speaker jacob lanya with stage four colon cancer among other things abroad in another country and i said earlier ugandans have been less than kind and i can't blame them i'm not an advocate for people dying i don't care how varied our opinions are that's not what bothers me i mean look samson kasumba and i are still friends <laughs> a guy who legit says if you don't want to get tortured then stop talking about the wrong things the government is doing i'm paraphrasing we are still badass i mean he's also a pastor which is like the ultimate irony he's ranked up there with semper and i think edwin musime but I'm not going to judge him for his opinions. I'm like, you probably have your reasons and I don't have to agree with them. But occasionally we'll talk. If you fall off a bike, I'll check on you because I care. And the thing is, Ugandans have really stopped caring. Like, uh, they say this dude is dying abroad and people are posting Twitter, posting on Twitter with memes of like a guy calling and then saying, Lokodo, be like, 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 yo, come forth, bruv. I've been missing you. I've been waiting for you to check in. Guys, I keep saying this and I'll keep repeating it. Ugandans, 
it's going to be very hard for us to be proponents of change if we're as bad as the people we are fighting against I, i'm going to keep saying this because yes i'm a fan of dark humor and i won't like those tweets were hilarious <laughs> i'll give props where it's due i would like to recognize the names of the person the people who made these tweets but also for your own safety considering how you know kidnap and torture is a thing nowadays i'm not going to drag you into the saga but i'm just going to acknowledge those tweets were funny it's dark humor but it was hilarious i'm like ugandans have a great sense of humor but you can also be some very insensitive morphos sometimes and i get it you're pissed off you're angry you're mad at a 30 year plus system that's been established to oppress you i understand but stop wishing death on people because it doesn't make you any better If anything, I think it's the one argument if I were Sevo, it's the one argument I would always pit against the general public. You guys are no better than the people you say are ruling you. You're not. If you're here wishing death on people, you're no better than someone who condones torture. If you're here wishing death on a person, you are no better than a person who would pick up a gun and shoot another human being, at least as far as your intentions are concerned. Yes, we are all angry, but this is really not the way to go about it. But at the same time, you know what? I'm not mad at the Ugandans who are wishing death upon people. I don't condone it, but I'm also not mad at them because at this point, I'm in mean, that vague, should I call it crossroad where I'm just like, ah, I understand. I'm not going to judge you for it, but damn it, I just wish you you didn't Oh I, I, oh, I wish you did it better. I wish politicians actually took the time to take care of their people and their constituencies and do the things they promised to do before they came into power. But then, uh, politics is what it is. Effort. And I also wish the people would stop being so hateful and resentful, but you can't help it because you're not really given a chance even to voice the opinions that you need to air out. So there's all this anger that's been brewing from within. But overall... I'm not wishing death upon this guy. I'm not wishing death on the speaker. If anything, I want him to live with a lesson learned. The lesson being they need to establish better systems for this country, not just in healthcare, but in every other regard. Healthcare is just one of them. And I don't understand how for all this time I've been talking about paying the doctors and it's just one of the requests I have. It's one of the areas where they need to improve. Because you know the amount of money we've blown on this guy, it's enough to save lots of Ugandan lives. But one man at the moment is more important, and I'm not going to, you know, he's the Speaker of Parliament. I think he has earned that position, but also he's one of the few who can afford to be in that position. Most of the country can't. And in leadership, you're supposed to be considerate of the other people's plight because you're representative of the people. So I'm just. The takeaway I want them to get from this is we need better systems in our country health or otherwise financial you know anything whereby you don't have to run away from your country to survive you can survive in your country and ironically this is one of the times when people in high positions of power get to realize the money cannot help because stage 4 colon cancer is is wild what is a colon I, I I last time I checked it was a perfume but then upon further research I found out you know it's um it's one of the four stomachs that politicians have because they eat so much also it may be like one of the two intestines there's the large and the small one so yeah one of those just 
it is what it is and it's sick and it's cancer and it's stage four. That's all you need to know. It's it's going wild up in here. So I pray for the best. I pray he recovers and I pray that with his physical recovery comes his political recovery of him actually advocating for better services. Because I don't want him to die because it's a stronger message if he survives and learns. If he just survives and doesn't learn, then hey, I can't help him. But I'm praying that this actually comes out, you know, with something constructive. But then again, maybe it's just me. I'm an optimist. And this this is why when people say who hurt you, I'm like, ah, everyone who did it, did it because they allowed it to happen. So at this point, I can't even blame anyone. But yeah, politicians, stop dying abroad. Like, die here. I, I, I mean that in the most respectful way, in the sense that build a system that doesn't need you to spend all this money to fly abroad for treatment. Because the, the systems and the professionals and the equipment are all readily available here. But if you keep trying to cripple the system to keep yourselves in power, in the end, it comes down to bite you in the butt as well. And believe me, neither of us wants that. Because it's in our best interest to build the best country we can have. Hear me out with Daniel O'Mara, RX Radio. Tuning into RX Radio. Hear me out. 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 Me? I'm that guy. That's that's the best way to describe myself. I'm that guy. Uh, complete the sentence as you see fit. I left an ellipsis and the instructions are in brackets. Me, comma, I'm that guy. Complete the sentence as best you see fit. Not a fan of Feb the 14th at all. Not a fan of the idea of love, but I'm very practical about relationships. That's where my advice is coming from. It's Daniel O'Mara, hear me out, RX Radio. The Valentine's advice that no one is going to give you, that you need to hear. <laughs> it's very important. And I think it's time for me to get to that point where I, I relax upon you guys a bit. I, I go easy on you, easy, easy, because, you know, I care. So I'm going to stop being the savage more for and just uh, talk for real real right you need to spice up your valentines I think there's a monotony in the idea of valentines it has to be red and black okay fine holidays have their colors you know Christmas has red and white Easter has the bunny which I think is white and pink goodness no then uh, Thanksgiving what color is turkey the the, the the roasted one like baked turkey or, or something like cooked turkey I don't know what color cooked turkey is but I think the east color of Easter is golden brown just like pilau for you know Muslims on, on their public holidays and stuff but generally switch it up switch it up spice up your life man you know, add some of them Spice Girls I'm, I'm not talking about variety I'm not saying go out and get lots of women no Especially if you're a woman, don't get lots of women. You're just increasing your competition. I'm talking about switching things up, like doing something different. 
Like Valentine's is known for love songs. That song My Valentine has probably played more than 50 times by the time you're hearing this show. Or if you're listening to the podcast then you're probably sick of that song My Valentine by now. Switch it up. Have sex on dubstep. Yeah, like get Skrillex. Sprites. You 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 know like those 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 songs like dubstep from the early no from from, from the early 2010s onwards when Skrillex was a thing when it got wild first of the month. Like Troy Boy, like all the hardcore dubstep. You know the you know dubstep of like robot smashing, right? Introduce your partner to that and just rock their world. Yeah, like smash your partner on dubstep. They are not ready. They are not. They're like, what was that stuff we played last time that sounded like Optimus Prime was wearing a, mo- a, a motorcycle? I need some of that. Please bring it back. Because that is how you end up in the best positions, hmm? in the best sex positions. You can only achieve that through playing the weirdest music, like the Shakespeare Chow. Have you ever found yourself in a sex position so complex? You're like, how now does thou end up in such a Chow? That is how you achieve these things by switching the game up, doing something different. You know, pull a move on your partner, like show show up on a wheelbarrow. Switch it up. Like everybody's ready for two wheels, four wheels. Hey, show up on one wheel, man. Like you brought yourself on a wheelbarrow. First of all, respect if you can be the passenger and the driver of a wheelbarrow. Like people don't even and you don't understand the props you would get. But this is the world you are working with. Switch up your game. If it's a one wheeler and the steering wheel is at the back, how did you pull off both positions? That just goes to show your partner I am serious. I got your front and your back. Like y'all need to experiment man. You we're taking Valentines for granted. I think this is disrespectful that we think Valentines is just for romance and colors and candles and lingerie and stuff. No. Ladies, pull a move. Where mother's union? Okay, sexy one, please. Because I okay, on that part I'm not going to say surprise a dude. <laughs> no, with ma- no, no, mother, mother no, not not mother's union. No. There there are those there are those underwears that just ruin the experience. But you okay, I'll be sexy, but surprise us with something sexy. Like have a lollipop in your mouth. Make me want to replace that lollipop with something more worth sucking. <laughs> yeah. Overall, do something different. Like abduct your partner. Yeah. Just go abduct your partner. Send a drone, man. Have them picked up and kept incommunicado for like weeks. Like just cuz I know a lot of people who are going to disappear like today and show up next Tuesday. Like some of you are abducting your partners for the weekend. Your valentines are at your home for the weekend. Like you have taken them, you have kept them. People are on retreats. People have left the city for valentines. You are gone. So me I'm like, you abduct your partner. Don't tell them what the plan is. Just thief them away. Steal them. Take them. Blindfold them, take them somewhere, capture them, you know, keep them there. Interrogate them just for dramatic effect. Who's your daddy is actually an interrogation question because in that moment you're asking the question the person is under duress quite a bit depending on what position they're in. So it's it's very imperative that you know exactly what you're up to because if someone 
asked you a question and said during the process of interrogation did you at one point ask who's your daddy and you're like yes and what did she respond she said you are and now that that is a response acquired under coercion which the judiciary doesn't agree with by the way all responses and confessions given under coercion because you know torture is a form of coercion don't qualify so if you're deep into someone and you're asking questions don't believe the answers you are getting it's not the same but take your partner you know whoever your valentine is go 50 shades of gray on them just minus the intense whipping be gentler we don't want her or him showing up with like scars on the back and stuff and please don't use pliers to remove chunks of skin that stuff is just wild man i mean why there's no way you can have a sexy conversation with someone plucking bits of skin off you just be like tap you like that and i'm like no no i don't it's my inner thigh you know how sensitive that part is for me yes even for some men it is sensitive and do not use this information for anything i, I see you on radio generally you get the idea be be gentle with your partner but kidnap them and then when they start asking too many questions about them just uh, deliver them to their house in the wee hours of the morning drop them off and leave them there and be like ah i i, I, I wasn't with this person no matter how much they say oh omara took me for a week gave me the best day ever i'm like no i don't know you i have never seen you before this bed with the with the wet patch uh that um, i dropped a bucket somehow you know i was drooling in my sleep that's why it's like this i really don't know and just deny just deny your valentine after that it will be arousing because the day you two actually do meet after the experience of denying each other and all that stuff you'll be like oh baby it was so hot how we played the move and i'm like yes it was beautiful but try something different Look, if you're having trouble grasping the idea of the excitement in actually abducting your partner or your Valentine, just imagine they were a writer slash novelist slash poet, and you were, you know, the leader of a a dictatorial regime that hates criticism. And in that moment, you're like, I don't like what you said, babe. I'm going to come and pick you up, but you won't know when. You know, I'm showing up like Jesus, but this time it's to steal kill and destroy and she like oh baby i'm so ready like this it, it would be an epic moment as long as you two understand the context because you, you build storylines around each other i've had people who talk about how we played the whole break in thing like uh she's at home and i'm a robber and then i break into the house and we do bad things to each other like experiment with that trust me if you if you took if you took more time to listen to or watch or just be involved in the news and current affairs in Uganda you'd have so much exciting stuff to do in your love life if you just took ideas from the people around you right now like listen if you're freaky enough just you know like you, you and your partner do a kwenza package and vanish together and then one of you can be the general the other one can be the writer and you're good It's going to be an amazing amazing time on Valentine's and I hope you all enjoy yourself because genuinely I can't be here talking on a show for 2 hours and my advice doesn't work there has to be a category of people who actually would enjoy this kind of thing 
My money is on reckless girl from Twitter. Shout outs to you and thanks for tuning into the show every Saturday. <laughs> Don't hate me, I love you girl. I got you. I'll be back for you in particular after the break. Enjoy some music. Rx Radio. Hear me out with Daniel Omara. Hear me out. Hear me out. Radio. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out. Ah, <laughs> uh, I think I enjoy this show a little too much. <laughs> And what scares me even more is I might be the only one enjoying this show this much. It's hear me out. Rx Radio, Daniel Omara. As always, thanks for tuning in. And for those of you who are on the podcast, hey, thanks for checking in, as always, uh, to listen in to the craziness and all that we have to say and uh, what we have to offer. If you don't have the app yet and you're missing out on this and you're listening to a friend's phone, or for some reason you're wondering why they have access to radio without an area, it's internet radio, so download the app, Rx Radio. Google Store, App Store, Garrett, log in. Enjoy some great music and wild presenters and opinions. And today I'm talking Valentines and I've just been giving Valentines advice that no one is going to give you. Cuz all the advice you're given on Valentines is uh, either about how romantic to be or how to please your partner or how to make the day perfect. Me I am not really about that life. I'm like if anything I don't feel this day needs to be celebrated. I'll, I'll say it again, something I said last year. I, I, I really feel like it takes away from the establishment of a long-term relationship if one day in your relationship matters more than the entirety of your interaction with this person you call special to you. Because I've had people break up over, oh, I didn't like what he did or what she did or what happened on Valentine's Day or they, your partner forgot Valentine's. Look, it's one day. Are they showing you love for the rest of the year? Go with that. Take that. I mean take what you can get. People get broke on Valentines. Things go wrong. People are in bad moods on Valentines. You can't let a season dictate how you feel about someone. It's just a season. For the most part, they've been around and if they're doing a great job in your life and if they're there for you and they're representing and you're loving you, they're loving you the right way and treating you right. I don't see what the big deal is. This is just one day. It's actually you 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 you're ruining your chances of being happy by focusing on this one day. It's just the 14th of Feb. It's not like okay, besides Salvador's birthday, I don't see anything else as big a deal as it. St. Valentine's created something which i think he thought was like ooh he didn't see it growing into this he didn't see it growing into merchandising and events and chocolate companies making the most m- money wineries trying to sell out their stock and people buying flowers and getting stung by bees in the nose because they were sniffing it just to look you know like someone loves me actually people buying themselves and sending gifts to themselves is a huge staple of birthdays and valentines I've had a lot of times someone receives roses yet the sender and recipient are the same name they just switched it up and and you know what it's okay for you to be alone on valentines <laughs> it's okay which is my final piece of advice it's perfectly okay for you to not celebrate some of these days 
listen it doesn't mean you don't have a life it doesn't mean you're not happy it doesn't mean you don't have people you care for and a lot of people are going to tell you anyone can be your valentine it can be your mom it can no i am I'm, i'm not putting any my mom my sisters or any of my friends as my valentine for me valentines is for a special category of people yes i'm not into the lovey-dovey stuff but you have to be in a in a fairly romantic position in my life yeah i'm not a fan of romanticism but you know romance is a thing for people who care for each other i i will try and go a few extra miles to please you because i care for you and what you bring to the table and who you are but don't put pressure on yourself to have to celebrate valentines this is where a lot of people go wrong you're not in position to make that day special that day should not pressure you into killing yourself just to make it special Like I said, it's any other day. I understand it's Valentine's, but look, if you're in a relationship with someone who genuinely cares for you, who is looking out for your best interest, and who understands that sometimes the plan doesn't go according to plan, actually, for most of life, the plan doesn't go according to plan. And if your partner told you right now, hey, for Valentine's, we're just going to do Netflix and chill because I don't have that money. I'll take you out some other time. And if they've been taking you out and you're not treating you well, I think we underestimate the value of people treating you right on a normal day on a normal day like 28th of february i don't know where the other two days went but like 28th of feb and someone's treating you right we never recognize that we're like yeah okay we went out on the 28th and then we make a big deal out of it when it's the 14th it's just another day that's been decorated for some strange reason you get it 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 it's a big deal because it's a big deal in your mind so if you're in a relationship don't stress over the one day it it's it doesn't matter have you had other good days celebrate every other day except valentines honestly in my opinion because if you've been celebrating every other day together valentines not going to be a big deal it's going to just be another day of you two together move on with that and if you're single and this is not your thing then just chill just chill you don't have to go hunting you don't have to pick up a, a tranquilizer rifle and you know wear your camouflage smear your face with shoe polish so you can blend in like sprinkle deer urine or in our case buffalo and antelope urine so that they don't detect you and then you go hunting for the female or the male that you're going to put up as your valentine it's not by force it's not compulsory It's not a requirement. No one is giving you extra points in university for celebrating Valentines. No one is going to promote you at your job for Valentine celebrations. Like you're not getting elevated anywhere except maybe in the relationship. And that again for me, I think is for people who are already in established serious relationships. These things of we're going out on our first date on Valentines, I don't even think you should spend that much. I don't. 100k tops. Yeah. Buy your own candles, scented. Get a balcony, sit there, buy a Rolex, chop it up into pieces, put toothpicks on those different pieces. Get a bottle of nice wine. Rosé goes for like 70k. You on a budget. And since lockdown was lifted, Ubers are cheaper at night. So, she can still go home safely. Or better yet, just let her sleep over. And you know, we'll see what happens. Like you need to learn to operate on a budget. By budget sometimes it means 
there's no budget. And if you don't have a budget for Valentine's, don't strangle yourself trying to impress. Just allow. Accept it. I mean, you want to go the extra mile. I feel your pain. But do you have to? No, you don't. But if you have yours and you're okay and you're in the right place and you want to do this day, please, hey, do you? I'm an advocate for unions and uh, if, if, even for love if it happens to you. It's just me. I'm not going to celebrate these things. But I hope my advice helps. And if it has helped, then hit us up on our socials, man. You know, RX Radio, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Blah. Also, Omara D on Facebook. Uh, Omara Daniel OL, the LOL model on Twitter and Instagram. I say these things because I love you guys. I, I know. some of A lot of you don't agree. But then again, ah, what, what is life if everyone agrees with you, right? Echo chambers are boring. Me, I'm just here to make sure people are happy. And also, if you haven't gotten a Valentine yet and you really want one, um, it's important. Ask yourself, why do I want one? Why? Am I trying to fit into the trend? Am I trying to be part of the fad? Am I just trying to live up to the hype? What is this? What am I doing? Don't be caught up in the formal spending money you don't have to please people you're not going to end up with. That's very important, especially for you who are taking people out on first dates for Valentine's. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not necessarily going to end in tears, but it may also not just go anywhere. It's life. Understand it. First dates should be cheap. Me, that's just my opinion on the issue. But happy Valentine's to the serious couples. And a recap in brief. Single people, stay out of other people's relationships. Married people, stay out of other married people's relationships. Get your partner a gift that makes sense. You know, something that's beneficial and progressive in their lives. Not something they're going to drink in one day and be done. You understand? Try something different. Light a ganja farm on fire in the shape of a heart. And then stand in the middle of it with us so that you both get wasted together. Because I'm not going to get high on love weed alone. And then, most importantly, you don't have to celebrate Valentine's. It's not by force. It's not a requirement. It's not a standard for anything. It's just another day in life that has been marketed and publicized and commercialized. True love, if we are going to call it that, or any form of connection or affection is built over time and lasts over time. It's not all discovered or justified by one day of action. No, it's consistency and building and growth and, you know, development and stuff. I don't know what other word to put there. But thanks for coming to my TED Talk. As always, it's a pleasure hanging with you guys for these two hours on Saturday and uh, for whatever amount of time on whichever other day. Hear me out with Daniel O'Mara. Brunch Talk with Olive coming up next, RX Radio. Happy Valentine's, everybody. I wish you all the best. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out.